Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hi, everybody. It's Rick Witted. Welcome to On Your Way to Work. It's good to be with you guys today. I want to talk about rebooting your workplace perception in 60 days. So let me just tell you, regardless of whether you are having great success in the workplace or you are struggling in the workplace to achieve what you perceive as success, either way, all of that is based quite a bit on how you're perceived. In fact, I'll tell you, 95% of your success has to do with how you are perceived to fit within the culture of the organization. It's real simple. If I like you, I know you, I trust you, you do better with me. And that, by the way, is coming directly from your boss and your colleagues. If I like you, I know you, I trust you, you will do better in your job. And so I wanna talk uh, about three specific things that I think are very important to self-assess uh, in any workplace. Now, I'll tell you at the start of the show, this can apply to starting a new job, but there's a lot of stuff out there on starting a new job. I am really interested in talking about those who are currently in the job. And although we're well into 2015 in the first month of January, in the spirit of resolutions, we're going to talk about this. So, there's three things that you need to really take into account and do an assessment of if you're going to reboot your workplace perception over the next 60 days. Here are the three things. One, identify key individuals that are important to your ability to do your job effectively. Two, what needs to be done around here? And three, what are things that will produce quick wins for me? So let me go through those in detail. So number one, who are the key individuals that are important to my ability to do my job effectively? So let me help you with some of the answers to that. It's your boss, it's your colleagues, and it may be other figures in different divisions, departments, lines of business that interact with your job and or your line of business. So if you're going to be, uh, if you're gonna be successful and change or reboot how you're perceived in the company, the first thing you have to understand is who is important to my success in me doing the job. One, it is your boss. Two, it's your colleagues and it may be other individuals that intersect or integrate in some way with your job function and or your division's function. So, okay, now you know who these people are. What do you need to know? What do you need to assess? You need to assess how do they like to communicate? 
listen, I am just telling you, most problem that we have in any and all human relationships has to do with communication or the lack thereof. So how do they communicate? How does my boss communicate? How do colleagues that are key to my job function and or my function is key to an overall team that they're a part of, how, how do they communicate? Too often we face off with people from a completely internal perspective. That is an important note to take hold of. Just too often, when we're talking with some, someone, our computer is going off on how does this relate to me? How does this affect me? How does this make me feel? Me, 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 me. And as a result, what tends to happen when we're interacting with someone, we are listening in order to respond to what they said versus listening to understand where they're coming from and what their true need is. We do this not just at work. We do this at home. We do this in friendship circles. We do this everywhere. But I I can tell you, if you're going to understand those individuals that are key to your success, you have got to learn how they communicate. Why is that so important? Because if you don't learn how they communicate, you'll really never understand what they need and where they're coming from. And the big key to winning in the workplace is understanding people's needs, your coworkers, your boss, and your customers. It's key to understand that. So you've got to face off with people from a completely external perspective. It's not what you need, feel, want, desire, but what are they trying to say to me? How do they communicate? And I'll tell you the key. Every interaction, verbal, functional, physical, social, every single interaction in the workplace. Let me say those again, verbal, the conversations I have, the conversations I hear, functional, the job I do and how I bump up against others that are doing a job next to me or across from me, physical, just being physically in the space, whether it's at my cubicle, at the lunchroom, at the break room, how am I interacting with them? And then socially, any type of social connection to those individuals. Every inter, inter, uh, interaction, every single one, verbal, functional, physical, is an opportunity to learn how they prefer to communicate and interact. And so the first thing you have to assess, right, number one, identify key individuals important to your ability to do your job effectively. That's your boss, that's coworkers, that's other line of business or division figures that may intersect with what you do. You got to know how they communicate. Don't go in with a focus on your feelings. Go in trying to understand what are they feeling, what are they thinking, and what are they trying to say to me. Every interaction is an opportunity to do that, whether it's verbal, functional, physical, social, doesn't matter. Every one of those interactions in the workplace is an opportunity to learn how they prefer to communicate. That could be at the boardroom table, but that also could be, you know, in the lunchroom. That also could be a 15-minute break by the water cooler. It, it could Every interaction is a secret to how your boss, your colleagues, and others that affect your job, 
how they want to communicate with you. All right, so the first thing to assess if you're going to reboot your career, reboot your, your perception in the workplace over the next 60 days is identifying those key individuals and how they want to communicate. Communication is key to understanding them and their needs. Secondly, what needs to be done around here? Let me say that another way. What are the short-term goals, because that's where you need to start, the ongoing key processes, you've got to be careful there because that's where you can quickly get bored, and the long-term goals of the organization. So what needs to be done around here? First, short-term goals. Start there. Over the next 60, 30, 60, 90 days, what's most important around here? What are key uh, um, activities that are going on? What are key goals that need to be accomplished in the short term? That's the best place to start. You can't cure cancer, right, if you can't even deal with the common coal first. Start at a small place, right? Start over the next month, two months, a quarter, 90 days. Start there. Find out what's most important. What's the immediate thing that your company is dealing with, your division or your department is dealing with? What is that thing? If you don't already know it, find out. It's only one way you're going to find out. Ask. Ask your boss because they get paid to make sure that happens well. So trust me, selfishly, they want you to understand that clearly. Two, Ask your colleagues that may be doing a great job. Find someone who's knocking it out of the park or who uh, at least are very consistent uh, in their performance. Those are two places that you can go and get a very solid understanding of over the next 30, 60, or 90 days, what is most important around here. All right? So short term. What needs to be done in the short term? Then, what are the ongoing processes that really are crucial to the day-to-day success of this company? There are certain behaviors that have to occur every day, week, month in order for the company to be successful. I just want to throw out a big red flag warning here, real big one, right? Because this is what we can often overlook. We can get bored. We can take for granted. Whatever expression you want to use, those day-to-day humdrum things are the first place we can begin to slack. And here's what's so important about understanding those ongoing everyday processes. They are really key to you mastering, to you perfecting, to you being extremely effective in your current job. What do I mean by that? Real simple. If I am going to learn how to do things in a way that just blows my boss's mind, blows everyone's mind because I'm so effective, I've got to be really good at A, B, C. Think of it as in learning a language, right? Before you can learn any language, the first thing you have to learn in that language is the alphabet of that language. If you don't learn the alphabet of that language, you're not gonna you're not gonna communicate that language effectively, right? So, learning the ongoing key processes 
that are important to sustaining the everyday functions in your workplace, those are the ABCs. And your current job is a part of that alphabet. Those are the ABCs of making the place run. And so if you overlook those same everyday functions that you have to do, you're going to fall apart. And, and what I mean by that is you're going to find yourself bored, taking for granted, daydreaming, overlooking. You're going to find yourself being less effective in that current role. Let me give you an example of that. So let's just say part of your job is being on the phone. And every day, if you're going to win, you need to come in. There are these five individuals you need to connect with on a daily basis and, um, and accomplish certain things, right? Okay, if that's the case, you've done that day one, day 20, day 30, day 1,000, day 20,000. By day 20,001, it's like, uh, I just don't feel like making that call today. I don't feel like doing that today. That's what I mean. And I, we've, we're all guilty of that at some point, I'm sure. And the only time we're not guilty of that is when we first start. We're all, we're so pumped about the job when we first get on it. But 100 days into the role, and now we're like, eh, I don't really want to make that phone call. You begin viewing those everyday processes as humdrum, boring, I'm not going anywhere, I'm not progressing because this is just so basic and routine. Don't take those for granted. Those everyday simple processes are key. I mean, they are the, the, they're the pulse, they're the heartbeat of the company's day-to-day -day success. So what needs to be done around here? What are those short-term goals? What are the ongoing key processes that I need to understand? And then what are the long-term goals of the organization? And here's really the question you need to be able to answer and or assess. One, how does my my department, my division, how does my team impact the goals of the overall organization? That's that's number one. What are those long-term goals? And then how does my team, how does my unit play or fit or impact those, those goals? Secondly, how does my job, my specific, specifically my current job, my direct job, how does that impact or how does that play into the overall goals of the organization? The question you're answering here is, how does what I do every day, day in and day out, actually impact the bigger goal or objectives of the company in any real or significant way? And I, I will tell you this, if you don't understand that, you're going to find yourself dying to leave or switch jobs or switch companies. If you don't understand the significance of what you do every day, you're going to take the current job you have for granted. The moment you do that, the left wheel on the passenger side, or maybe it's the driver's side of your career, will fall off. And you'll find yourself diverting from the right career path to somewhere else, potentially, that you shouldn't be. You got to slow down. Sorry for all the analogy there. But my point is this. If you don't know how what you do, that day-to-day, quote-unquote, ordinary, boring job that you do, if you don't understand how that has 
a direct impact on the overall mission statement or goal or task or objectives of your company, you will not be engaged in the workplace. So how do you do that? Well, let's go back to those key individuals we talked about earlier. Talk to your boss or talk to someone who's winning consistently in the workplace in their role. Those are the individuals that have figured it out, right? You can also reach out to uh, senior people within the company. doesn't have to be your boss necessarily. Ask your boss who's another person in the workplace that would give you a great perspective, you know, at a senior level, you know, if that's available to you. And I'll tell you, newsflash, most of the time it is. If you pass someone in the hall more than three times, okay, you have access. Say hello. Every day say hello. Then the next day say hello, how you're doing. Then the next day say, hey, how you doing? Uh, How's that going from when you said whatever it was you were doing yesterday? Oh, it's great. A little tired. Okay, today it's, hey, how you doing? Still tired? Whatever it is, build on those interactions. After a while, it's, hey, how you doing, Mary? Good to see you. How are those kids? Still driving you crazy? How's Luke's football going? How's Diane's debate team going? Get it? Build on those relationships, and that's how you can easily connect to senior people in the organization that you pass by and bump shoulders with constantly in the workplace. So that helps you with the long-term goal. So what, what needs to be done in this place, right? Short-term goals. What's the next 30, 60, 90 days that are crucial? What are the ongoing key processes for success And what's the long-term goals of the organization? Specifically, how does my team and how does my direct specific function, role, job fit into that? Okay, so those are the first two things you need to assess if you're going to reboot your perception over the next 60 days in the workplace. Identify key people that are important to your ability to be effective and then know what needs to be done in the place in the short-term, ongoing, and long-term Uh, ranges. Number three, can I score a quick win? Can I score a quick win? Can I do something that makes me stand out or begins to show, hey, Rick can actually add some value to this place. Can I score a quick win? So here's what you need to think about. What small action steps can I take to add value to the company. What small action steps can I take to add value to the company? Let me give you an example of that. It still falls in the the same line of these key individuals that are important to you. What can I do to make my boss's job a little easier? Or what can I do to make a coworker's job a little bit easier? You know, Can I do something that really helps one of those key contributors to my ability to be successful in the workplace? Can I do my job in such a way that someone says, oh, Rick, I just want to tell you, thank you for making my job easier. You know, I I actually had a, uh, a peer tell me that a couple of days ago, this past week, actually. She looked at me and she said, you know what? Thank you for making my job a little bit easier. Uh, And that is a huge win. And it could be small things. I didn't do anything that was rocket science, 
uh, for her other than communicate, stay in touch, try to be predictive of what her needs are, you know, study and listen from her enough to know what things she needs in order to be to win in the workplace, to be successful in her world and not completely go crazy. And in listening to those things, I try to come to her with things that I think are predictive of what she's going to need. And so what can you do? What small action steps can you do to create a win for your boss, making your boss's job a little bit easier, making your coworkers or colleagues job a little bit easier? This does don't look for Fourth of July fireworks here. Look for one little simple piece where someone goes, oh, man, thank you. Didn't think about that. Or, oh, wow, that was so helpful. I appreciate it. Small things. What small action steps can you think of that will score quick wins for you? And there you go. Those are the three things you need to assess to reboot your workplace perception. Again, 95% of your success is based on how you are perceived to fit in within the culture of the workplace. So it's all about relationships, understanding who's most important to you in terms of your interactions, uh, understanding what needs to be done over the short-term, ongoing, and long-term, knowing what quick wins are going to make you stand out and be perceived as valuable within the company. That's how you can reboot your, your perception in the next 60 days. So let me leave you with some specific action steps that will help you do this. And I'm going to give you these action steps in the form of four questions that I think are key and important. Number one, do you know the playbook? Now, that may be called an employee manual. That may be called an employee handbook. That may be called, you know, uh, a proce- uh, effective processes uh, that's used by your company that's written down in some medium or it's online uh, or that you've just observed over and over again. So, you know, here is the one, two, three drill of this workplace. Do you know the playbook? Read it and read it often. Most people don't. They throw it in the trash or place it in their drawer somewhere over the, you know, right after they come out of training. It's just how it works. Do you know the playbook? Number two, do you know your role? What's your job description? Is there somewhere you can read it? If not, write it down. You know what you do every day. If you don't, wake up, quit sleepwalking and figure it out. Write down what you do every day. Talk to colleagues that do it better than you, if that exists, and write down what they do every day. Do you know your role? Number three, do you know how your boss thinks you're doing? Ask your boss what it is you can be doing better and ask for them to give you an assessment of how you're doing in your job. I look at that. Here's an easy way to remember that. Have fun with your boss. Ready? Fun. Feedback you need. Have fun with your boss. Do you know how your boss perceives or how your boss thinks you're doing? And then last, accomplish a goal. What goal can I accomplish? What thing can I accomplish right now? If you don't know, guess what? Go back to number three. Ask your boss. Have some fun. Get some feedback that you need. 
These are four questions that I think will aid in your ability to re reboot, reset your workplace perception in the next 60 days. Question one, do you know the playbook? Do you know your role? Do you know your boss's perception of how you're doing? And what goal can you accomplish immediately? If you can answer those questions, uh, you can reset how you're perceived in the workplace by your culture. I hope you've enjoyed our show today. Uh, thanks to our producer, Christian Witted. Uh, this was a great idea for a topic. I hear this so often in the workplace and have never just thought about uh, sitting down and telling you how to restart your job over 60 days. Mostly we talk about, you know, how do I make an impression in the first 60 days on a new job? Forget that. This next 60 days are brand new to the job you're in right now. Reboot it. Thanks a lot, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I really love to hear from you. What questions do you have about the workplace you're in? Shoot them out to me at rawitted on Twitter or go to Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash rawitted. And let me know what you think. Sound off. I really want to address some of your questions and comments, thoughts, concerns, whatever's on your mind. Thanks a lot. And until next week, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.